In the third week of August, Japanese lawmakers paid an official visit to Taiwan. Over the past month, much attention has been given to rising tensions between China and Taiwan, and Japan plays a key role in this equilibrium. This is the week of September 2nd, and welcome to The Week, with Japan Forward. I'm Ariel Buzetto. With this podcast, we bring to busy people this week's news from Japan in less than 10 minutes. Earlier in July, former Defense Minister Shigeru Ishiba also visited Taiwan. What is behind these diplomatic visits? Japan, like many other countries, maintains the quote, one China policy, meaning it doesn't officially recognize Taiwan as being a separate entity. However, international politics has been influenced, for example, by former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, who argued that a, quote, Taiwan emergency is a Japan emergency. Senior Research Fellow with the Japan Forum for Strategic Studies, Dr. Rupajoti Bora, walks us through the China threat, Japan response, and what lies ahead. As Dr. Bora writes, quote, The security environment around Japan is deteriorating very fast, and Tokyo has no time to wait for things to happen in its way. So, on this issue, Japan is caught between a rock and a hard place. What is China thinking regarding Japan's position? Former U.S. diplomat and Marine officer Grant Newsham shares an instructive conversation about the Chinese mindset on Japan and the threats to peace in the region. In his article, he recounts a conversation with a friend, which gives hints to what China is wondering. Quote, is there a worry that Japan might indirectly contribute to or heighten tensions in the region and the Taiwan Strait? Nishim reports his response that no, Japan is not heightening tension. And in fact, China launching missiles in Japan's exclusive economic zone is just a sign of picking a fight with Japan. If you want to know more, read Japanese lawmakers' visit to Taiwan, what does it mean? And heightening tensions in the Taiwan Strait, China can't get Japan out of its mind on Japan Forward website. On August 25th, the head of the National Police Agency, Itaro Nakamura, announced his resignation following the flaws in security that led to the death of Shinzo Abe. Shinzo Abe was fatally shot on July 8th, and since then, the police have been conducting an investigation into what went wrong that day. The police announced the findings on August 25th. They included too few security police officers, who are commonly called SP, meaning those in charge of protecting politicians like Abe. Other findings also included a lack of communication between officers. The report read, quote, There would have been a fairly high probability that the consequences could have been prevented if the police had identified the risk of an attack in advance and acted appropriately. A Sanke editorial argues that several high-profile occasions in the coming months mean that the clock is ticking. Quote, on September 27th, a state funeral will be held for slain former Prime Minister Abe, with a large number of foreign dignitaries in attendance. In May 2023, leaders of the Group of Seven G7 Industrial Democracies will meet in Hiroshima. There is no time to waste in building a new security system. If you want to know more, read editorial. After Abe's assassination, revamp needed in securing VIPs on the Japan Forward website. If you've ever walked around the streets of Tokyo, you might have noticed the perfectly groomed poodles that seem ubiquitous everywhere. Audrey Dumas has investigated Japanese pet culture, and in particular, what dog grooming entails in Japan. 
She interviewed a pet owner who owns a poodle named Gali. Audrey found that dog grooming can cost just from $20 up to $60 or even $130 US dollars, depending on the salon. Did you know there is such a thing as carbonated water shampooing? Audrey also interviewed a woman training to become a groomer. Her course includes 48 different subjects, anything from shampooing to cutting toy poodle fur. If you want to know more about the ins and outs of pet culture in Japan, read The Luxurious Life of Dogs in Japan, Dog Grooming on our website. Bullet Train is an action comedy directed by David Leach and starring Brad Pitt. The story is based on Japanese novel Maria Beetle by Kotaro Isaka. On August 24th, Pitt's co-star Hiroyuki Sanada joined the group for a, quote, moving red carpet event for the movie Bullet Train on an actual bullet train from Tokyo to Kyoto, the same route taken in the movie. The extraordinary red carpet drew attention of the locals, including US ambassador to Japan, Ram Emanuel, who is also known to be a railway lover. With Tarantino-like vibes, the action movie is not interested in being realistic, but as reporter Sean Fernando concedes, its setting and content are sufficiently entertaining for the Japanese audience to fully enjoy. If you want to find out more, read First Ever Moving Red Carpet Event on a Bullet Train on the Japan Forward website. Paris and Expos are finally back, and this is also the case in Japan. In August, IGN Japan editor-in-chief Daniel Robson attended the Bit Summit in Tokyo, a hub for indie games from Japan and the world. The summit welcomed the public for the first time since the start of the pandemic, as well as international guests. Although some COVID-19 precautions were in place, Daniel recounts in his monthly column the joys of attending such events again. He writes, quote, since the show was open to the public, it was a great chance to meet some of our audience. Several fans of our weekly talk show, Shaberi Sugi Gamer, came to say hi and to pose with us for selfies, which, after such a long time away from in-person events, was a real privilege. Daniel also gives an insight into what goes into planning such coverage and hints as to what are the events to come. If you want to know more, read Gamers World Bit Summit's Indie Games Back First Japanese Expo with Public Since COVID on our website. Find other columns by Daniel by searching Gamers World in the search bar. In the field of sports, we talk once more of the baseball star Shohei Otani. The reigning American League MVP achieved his 30th home run of the season on August 31st. As sports editor Ed O'Devan writes, quote, Showcasing his unique talents as a powerful slugger and hard-throwing hurler, Otani is the first player in Major League Baseball history with 30 or more homers and 10 or more wins in the same season. Otani also became the first Japanese MLB player to hit 30 homers in back-to-back -back seasons. Otani told Kyodo News, I'm simply happy about that. So far, I've been able to keep getting solid results. I want to keep making the adjustments I'll need to stay healthy and be able to play right to the end of the season. If you want to know more, read the article Baseball. Shohei Otani reaches another milestone with 30th homer of 2022 on our website and on the related website Sportslook. Last up, there are colorful kimonos, song and dance, yet this isn't your regular festival. This is a somen noodle festival. In Nara Prefecture at this time of year, there is a festival for somen noodle makers at Omiya Shrine. 
Somen is a thin type of rice noodle, which is particularly popular in summer and perfect to beat the sweltering hot days. Participants took part in a Thanksgiving ceremony as peak season for Somen comes to an end to wish for a prosperous year is going forward. If you want to know more, read Hidden Wonders of Japan, Song, Dance and Somen Noodles at Omiwa Shrine in Nara. Find other similar articles by searching Hidden Wonders of Japan in our website. Thank you guys for listening. You can get in touch on Twitter with me at Ariel Buzetto. That's all for this week. Catch you next time. Door が閉まります. Go to you,